Hello, it's Aryan Nation back. We're um, talking to you guys on a Saturday afternoon, um, talking after another loss. But um, yeah, we're we're here. We're ready to talk to you as football. How are you doing, Aryan? I'm I'm also doing all right. Um, not too happy from the season the outcome so far, but um, hopeful for the future because it can only go up from here. Yeah, yeah. Well, theoretically, we could lose again this week, but, um, but yeah. Yeah, you say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Franny, and also, just in case you're watching our podcast for the first time, my name's Ishan. I'm with Aryan. We're two people who are big Steelers fans, um, uh, and we're just talking about football, and we've been, we started this podcast last year, great year, till the end, and then we haven't started out very well this year, but we'll see. So now getting into it. So we played the Steelers for the Packers last week. We lost 27-17. What were your thoughts about the game, Marion? Actually, the first half, even though we weren't playing overall that great, I thought we were well still in it. So mm-hmm. um, I wasn't too – the second half, like the offense and defense, they all like kind of died down. We are stagnant on the field. So overall, like not very happy with the performance once again. We could have had a lead going into halftime because do you see that block kick? Yeah, that's when but, I was really excited. I was like, okay, we're finally we got the lead, we got the lead, we got momentum. But then they called it play like they called a flag on the play, and so that's when I feel like oh, we're never really gonna come back from the game if we don't get that lead. Right, right. No, like I remember that play, and like, and I thought it was clean. I think Minka and um, Joe Hayden timed their their jump off the snap perfectly now it's legit like you cannot teach that any better but um yeah uh randall cobb balled out he trained from the fountain of youth he's came back to the packers after short stints with the cowboys and texans and then this was the first time rogers and big ben have met since the super bowl in 2011 which is kind of wild to think about because rogers has been hurt both times since in the past two meetings with caldwood injuries and the defense kind of really couldn't hold its own against the Packers. Rodgers is really good, but honestly, keeping a lethal offense like that under 30 is not bad. Like, I think most teams would be happy with that, but our offense is not as good, and it's so struggling. And then what are your thoughts about that Rodgers-Mike Tomlin um, connection, Aryan? Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny <clears throat> when they showed it on um, television, like them, like, smiling at each other. Um, I know there was news, actually, um, earlier this week. When everyone was speculating, oh, Aaron Rodgers wants to play for Mike Tomlin. Aaron Rodgers wants to play for Mike Tomlin. Especially yeah. after that. But um, he, like, shut that down. He was like, oh, just because I, like, have a connection with a coach or a good coach doesn't mean I can play for them. So, right. Um, right. Like Simon for nothing. Oh, I was like, Aaron Rodgers, at this time, when Big Ben is, like, slowing down, I'd play for <laughs> But uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to come here anytime soon. I actually had a more optimistic outlook about it because I don't know if Rodgers is going to be a Packer next year. And then if Ben's retiring, we need to shore up our offensive line, but Kansas City did it. Um, I think Rodgers would love to play here. We have weapons with Chase Claypool. It's not Devontae Adams, but Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Juju, Pat Frymouth, Najee. I think we have as talented or more talented skill players, and we have a better defense. It's just the O-line. I think... um... That's true, but I have a feeling that Aaron Rodgers is not leaving the Packers. I think he did that all to make the organization make better decisions. So I think he's actually going to leave the Packers. Okay, okay. I think 
I don't know. Unless they win, I, I could also see them leave after a Super Bowl run. But yeah. we'll see. Um, so now getting to the game tomorrow, Broncos Steelers, Heinz Field, 1 p.m. Broncos are favored by one and a half points. This is the first time in a minute that, in a while, that, um, I can't believe I said in a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, the first time in a while that I've seen the Steelers favored to lose at home. Like, not favored, which is kind of crazy to think about to me. Um, yeah, and actually that to the yeah. Broncos. Like, they haven't yeah. been good since Peyton Manning. They have a good record, but people are not sure how good they are because they beat up on a lot of bad teams. So yep. they're three and one. We're one and three. So, but um, they see it? Yeah. They didn't play that. They played decent, actually, in my opinion, against the Ravens. Like it was a horrible game for them. They did all right against the better team. And they lost Bridgewater to a concussion. So right. exactly. And just going on the injury report, Bridgewater is expected to play. He's gonna be. He should be out of the concussion protocol by tomorrow. Melvin Gordon expected to play, but Pat Sertain, their first-round pick this year, cornerback, is questionable, and Cortland Sutton's questionable. And I feel bad for them because they already have Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler on IR, and so if they don't have Cortland Sutton, that's their top three receivers out, potentially. So, And then I don't know what's with the Steelers, but James Washington is probably um, – I think he's going to be out this week. And then Cortland Sutton – I mean, Cam Sutton is going to be out as well. So, but why, every week I feel like we're we're missing one receiver. One week it was Deontay. One week it's Chase. Now it's James. At least James Washington's our fourth receiver, but still. Yeah, I mean injuries has plagued us this year a little bit, but I think that's still not an excuse and not even the main problem for why we're losing. I think the center of it's still Big Ben. And right, and honestly, it'll be interesting. The O line, I didn't realize, but they played pretty well. Last week, like Ben wasn't hit that much, wasn't hurried, but Big Ben, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I think I, I um, watched an interview with, on Get Up with Todd Haley, the Steelers former offensive coordinator, and he was great for us, but he didn't have a great relationship with Ben, which kind of hurt his run with the Steelers. But he was saying Ben just doesn't trust the O-line. And when you have that, you're not going to achieve much. He needs to trust his O-line. And I think him not having Pouncey, DeCastro, familiar names is hurting and then him not being as mobile just only expounds the problem. Yeah, and, like, on top of that, those fourth down plays were absolutely atrocious. I don't know who to blame yeah. it on the, offensive head, on the offensive head coach, or is it on Big Ben for just just dealing out that play, like, I mean, or just throwing that, like, really quick, you know, uh, play? It's just so annoying. So that screens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I personally think it's on Ben because – Obviously, the defense shooting coverage. This one guy showed um, film of Ben when he dropped it off to Najee. Pat Frymouth was at the first down open. Yeah, I think Big Ben so premeditated on Najee, and so I don't know. And I really think that's so true about Todd Haley. Ben doesn't want to get hit. Like Ben sometimes is taking plays, but he doesn't want to get hit. Obviously, which quarterback wants to get hit now? But um, he's not trusting his old line, which is tough. So. Getting to the Broncos' depth chart, some notable names that you'll probably see here about tomorrow is Tim Patrick, pretty good receiver. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, good running back duo for them. Noah Fant is a good tight end. They have a pretty good old line. And then there's, they have some good players. Their defense is pretty good. I think people say they might have the best safety combo in the NFL with Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. Kyle Fuller is a good cornerback. Patrick Sertain. They obviously have Vaughn Miller, who we all know about. 
And then they have a pretty good defense as well. And then they, I really like Brandon McManus. He's a good kicker for them. Mm-hmm. So I think overall they have a very good team and we'll have our work cut out for them, cut out for us. So let's just say Teddy Bridgewater plays. So position analysis at quarterback, who do you think has the advantage, Arian? This is interesting because Teddy Bridgewater, he got and he's expected right. to play. But I feel like if he just had a concussion and you hit him a couple of times, he's just going to be out the field. And at the same time, Big Ben has not been playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to go with Teddy Bridgewater just because he might be still more mobile and has more value to him right now at this moment. Big Ben seems like probably one of the like top worst quarterbacks in the league right now, the way he's looking on tape. So, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the running back position, um, I personally like Najee over Melvin Gordon, but I think with Javante Williams, he had this 30-yard run last week where apparently he'd like just march on the Ravens' defense. So I actually got to give the advantage to the Broncos because they have that dual threat, dual, dual combo. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for that dual combo, it'd be the Steelers and not yeah. particularly the running, but more particularly Najee Harris as a player. So, he has the most, like, created forced missed tackles in the NFL, I think. Dude, he might have the most yards, uh, like, as a receiver as well. Like, off the backfield, <laughs> out the backfield. Because right. he's literally a receiver at this point. Like, you know how Le'Veon Bell was a receiver? Yeah, he's, even more so. He's Yeah, he's, like, only that. Like, it's crazy. Anyways, uh, wide receiver position. Uh, when comparing the Steelers and the Broncos, that chart, I'm... James Washington is out, but I feel like on our best day, our wide receivers are better. If Deontay Johnson, he's a baller. Juju and Big Ben, were, their timing was off. Mm-hmm. If they can prove that, then Juju, he was actually open. That's true. Those are two touchdowns. Huh? Two, touchdown, two touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Two touchdowns that they could have gotten. And then Chase is playing, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chase is playing, so yeah, I think our wide receiver core looks a little better. Than I I completely agree. Tight end, I give it to them. No offense, a good tight end. I like Pat Fryermith. Ebron, I don't think he's been very involved, but yeah. um, tight end, give to them. O line, O line, I'll also give to them. Yeah, um, just because our O line is not the best, and I don't think yeah they had too much trouble against the Ravens. I mean, maybe they might have, but I think our their line is probably still way better than ours. Yeah, me too. D-line, um, I think I'm actually going to make it even because I know they have some good players, but I don't think our D-line is as good without Alu-Alu and Stefan to it. Okay. So I'll go even here. Linebackers? Linebackers, that's that's interesting because they have some stacked players on yeah. their linebackers, and we have a pretty solid linebacker group as well. So, hmm. I'm going to go – I feel like their linebacker will – they will have a better performance than our linebackers on Sunday. So, okay. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Unless unless our players turn out and, you know, they could do better. But I think I'm going to go with the Broncos by a little bit, by a piece a little bit. Okay. What, Secondary – Would you go to Steelers for the uh, Broncos? I would go – I don't – I take Steelers pretty much any day for linebackers. Okay, then let's go Steelers then, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's our strongest position on the team, so. Okay. Yeah, let's go Steelers then. 
secondary, I think that's them. Um, yeah. Our secondary is pretty good, but they have a good cornerbacks. They have good safeties. They have a good team. And then kicker, um, what do you think, Arian? Kicker, I'm going to give it to them as well. Well, actually, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of even. Uh, yeah, I'll give it even. I guess we could use it as, um, since we're at home, that could be the, the tipping point. And I think that Boswell has more experience here, so. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. So just to recap, Steelers have the advantage at wide receiver, linebacker, and kicker, or even at D-line. And so Broncos have the advantages, but we'll see how it goes. Um, special teams, though, I would say. Oh, yes. Us. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, us. Because yeah. just from yesterday, I think – and I think that's kind of surprisingly one of the reasons we could have won most of our games. Like against the Bills, it was because of special teams. And against right. the Packers, it could have been because of the special teams. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, some keys for the game for each team. Broncos keep the Steelers one-dimensional. Keep them only passing. Establish an effective running game with their two-headed monster and no turnovers. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we haven't been really generating turnovers, and that can can really change games. And I think if we do that, we have a good shot of winning. Steelers ball control, long drives, and be wary of Denver's safe safety team. And I feel like Ben will want to take shots to prove people, but it's got to be smart shots. Like, if it's too deep coverage, do not take the deep shot. Like, go everything underneath and use the middle of the field more. I feel like Ben's not been using it at all, and he's got to. Keep mm-hmm. Ben upright. The O-line did a pretty good job last week, and they're gelling together. Now it's up to Ben to to trust them and keep going. And the defenses get pressure on Bridgewater. Try to force make mistakes. Bridgewater, I don't think, has a pick this year. He's a very safe quarterback, doesn't do much wrong. Like, he's not going to – I don't think he's going to necessarily win you a game, but he's never going to lose you games. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty safe, above average, I would say quarterback, a little bit above average. So this year, predictions, we're both 2-2, two and two, Aryan. Which mm-hmm. way you roll? I'm interested to hear yours because I feel like this could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Steelers are going to win 17-10. to 10. Okay. I'm also going Steelers today to, for tomorrow, but I'm going to go 23. I think this is the first time the offense scores a little bit more. Um, versus to, to 17. I think it's a close game, and we pull it out. And I think we would be 2-3 and three after this win, and I think that would be huge for just the team and and the prospect of making the playoffs because our division's loaded. Yeah, our division, that's the scary thing. This year, our division, even the Bengals are playing well. So Yeah. Like, people are saying the Bengals could beat the Packers this week. Like, when do when has everyone anyone ever heard that before? Exactly, yeah. Like, that's going to make our trip to the playoffs a lot more tough than we expected preseason. Right, right. So, well, good talking to you guys. Um, I'm really hoping next week we're talking after a win and Arian and I's predictions are wrong. I mean, all right. You know, we're going both <laughs> on Steelers. So, yeah, that'd be great. For us to be 3-2 and two and the Steelers to be 2-3 and three going into Sunday Night Football. All yep. right, take care. Yeah.